asked me the weirdest meal that I so I'm gonna ask you now as you're saying Brutus message you don't have to drop a name and if you do I will gladly bleep it but. yeah if you can bleep it um <laughs> I just like refused because the message was insane. Yeah, and, dude, and, he's, he's and the tape was terrible. Of course it was. The tape was so bad. Of course it was terrible. I mean, I was it I bet it was an open mic tape too. No, it was a oh, show. Really? It was like the fucking Rockwell. Wow. Like it's a good yeah, you, the room's, you, got a lot room's, of, you know, you got a lot of people in there. The room's there. gorgeous. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you get you do get a lot of people in there and if you can't if you can't rise up then it is noticeable. It's just silent. Oh my god, dude, how weird is it when you see those clips of just utter silence? Mm. It's insane, right? I'll never understand it. I'll never like I mean, I kind of understand. I know people feel like they just need to pump out content these days. Like they just need to get it out and just, you know, get views and I would, likes and I would rather and... just be silently going about my day getting better. Yeah. Than yeah. putting out bad stuff and then people are like, oh, I've never seen this guy, but this is bad. Yep. And then that's just their first impression of you. Exactly. Yeah. I have new jokes right now that like did pretty well recently and it was the first time I told them and I thought about posting as a clip and I was like, no, I'm just going to work on them. I'm just going to nice. like, they're okay right now, but I know they can be better. Like I'm not just putting it out. For the hey, sake at of least they were going to be jokes instead of crowd work. Yeah. And on that note, my good friend, welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Mr. Matthew Bedell. Thank you so much for hanging out, man. I really appreciate this. And up top, I would like to say thank you for the repeated kind messages that you've sent to me about oh, yeah. this show and, you know, this was great, this was great. Because I got to be honest, I have almost nuked it like 10 times. Really? <laughs> it's sad. It's it hard is, being, it sad. being putting yourself out there on the like Oh, absolutely. That's crazy when the like when people put out the bad clips, it's right. like and that gets more traction you, yeah, and than like, like one comment or whatever that's right. like this is bad. Yep. And everyone else is like we crowd whatever and then I just make like a nice little video making scrambled eggs for my dog or With, whatever. Yeah. But like also like this especially <laughs> is like great conversations mm. and it's very like I don't know, very honest, too, especially. It's mostly, I've I've gotten a ton of, it's mostly the thing that I hate the most is the Instagram, the social media stuff, like posting pictures and recipes and videos and stuff, because then people are like, clean your toaster oven, and it's like, shit like that. Okay, I fucking fine, but like, yeah. what about this? What about the, what about the, the the beautiful sandwich Yeah, right, exactly. Clean your toaster over and you should die. It's like, shut up. Come yeah, on. Shit like that. I um I posted a clip I'm one time. Busy. I got things going. I remember I posted a joke on TikTok and somebody commented and was like, you should have said this word instead. I'm just like, what do you? Says the guy who's never done it. I know. You know right. what I mean? You know what I saw the other day too, which I thought was interesting, was it was a, a pretty, uh, it was a good joke. I did laugh at that. And then the top comment was, oh, I thought you were going to say this. And the person replied and said, oh, with your permission, can I use that as a tag? It's the same Why face. Why would that, you? That's the same face I made. I that's was really like, weird. What, what, this is not a, a bouncing session. No. This is not brainstorming together. No. That's really You're weird. You're just going to take an Instagram comment as a tag? Yeah, no. I don't think I would ever trust anyone on Instagram. I know, right? For, like, advice. I know it was it was it was very interesting to see. Uh, also, real. What did you have me make you? Because we're just gonna jump. Off. Oh, so um, growing up, I remember like going out. You know, you'd be out during the day. I don't know if you were like this, but like go out during the day, play like basketball, stickball, whatever with friends. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to always like check in. You know, call my mom, text her, and part of that would be like, "What's for dinner?" And then if I heard taco, taco night, like that's. I'm just like amped like the rest of the time. Like, would I'm you out. leave the hang early? Yeah, if it was um, depends what we're doing. But there's definitely been times for sure that I think I was like, oh, like what time are we eating? And she's like, well, it's about to be done in like 15 minutes. Luckily, the park we were usually at is like right down the street. So, yeah, I would absolutely run home for tacos for sure. Where'd you grow up? Where are you from? Somerville. Oh, OK. Yeah. So local boy. All oh, right. yeah. Extremely local. That's where you're at now, too, right? Yep. Did you get away from home ever or just stay in Somerville the whole time? Uh, The only time I've been away from home is I did a semester where I lived in uh, Los Angeles. Mm. Um, 
I went to Emerson and it was like mm. a study abroad thing where I worked, I did an internship at a production company. Okay. And yeah, that's the only time I've been away from home. That was also my first experience having like a real job mm. and it was stressful yep. every single day. It was terrifying. That that wake up call is brutal where you realize, oh fuck, this is a job. Yeah. I have to do this. Oh yeah. And it was so scary. Like I remember every day I'd walk in, it's not like this like million dollar loft, it's beautiful. And I'd walk in and I would just like, I feel like I'm just stepping on eggshells like everywhere I go. I was just trying not to like annoy like one of the executive assistants or like, God forbid, the senior vice president of like film and TV there yeah, and stuff right. like you're, that. You're just trying to keep your head down and go about your semester. Yep. And then we'd have to pick up the phones too. Mm. So like we couldn't really put our heads down. Yep. And if you messed up rolling a call... No matter what, even if it's not your fault, you would hear about it. Oh, just like full team lashing? Is that oh, yeah. The guy who was um, senior vice president of film and TV, this guy, Ben something, I don't know. He reminded me very much of Christian Bale in American Psycho. Ooh, like he looked that's like That's not it a was, good person. No, he looked like <laughs> it too. It was very strange. And I remember I messed up a call and he came down and he was like smiling and he was like, who rode the call, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that was me. And then he started telling me this story about when he worked at Sony. Oh, and he messed up a call. And he was like, so I get that it happens, but don't ever let it happen again. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Like, I didn't oh need my. the first part where I thought you were going to be nice. That's ter That switch on a dime is terrifying. Legit terrifying. That yeah, is, yeah, yeah. hey, don't yeah. let it happen again. Otherwise... Just go pack your shit now. Mm -hmm. If you want to fuck up a call, Mr. 19-year-old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to. And that was my first, like, week there. Oh, of course it was. Mm -hmm. It's it's always first month, first, you know, whatever, when you're not comfortable. And, of course, because you're learning something new. Brand new. Oh, and, yeah. And you just hope that someone extends that olive branch of, hey, we've all fucked up. Don't worry about it. And instead, you're getting this... American psycho type character that's like, hey, if you fuck up one more call, I'm going to show up to your apartment with an axe. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. That's <laughs> what it felt like. So if you, that was your first time away from home, that's also got to be extra scary because yeah. were you, are you kind of like a homebody? Are you um, I would say for the most part, like I like to travel. Okay, I like being in new places. I don't actually like the travel portion of it. I think that's what the, the actual traveling portion yeah. is awful. Yeah, exactly. Being in a new place, experiencing new, that part's great. And I think yeah. that's what everyone says when they say I like traveling. Because I don't think there's any crazy person out there that says I love traveling. And they're like, oh, where'd you go recently? And they say, no, no, no. I like taking American Airlines. Yeah, no, I like the airport. Just going like back and forth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the the Wendy's at the Logan Airport, fire. Right. Like, oh, there's yeah. There's yeah. no that's cycle that's like that. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, no, yeah, I think growing up, I had like severe, severe anxiety when I was like really, really young. So I think that also played into like staying home or like wanting to be close to home safe place yeah because i mean if you have a panic attack that's like the place and you like you yeah. go that's where the, it's where taco night is right exactly <laughs> it's true yeah um yeah how, how many what was all right so anxiety as a kid mm -hmm. mom's making tacos it seems like mom's solid mom if she's hanging oh, out oh yeah, yeah cooking you know did so ever, oh, if you got to check in with her yep. i was the, you know same way of like when you hear the we call it five a cookie that's when the uh, alarm would go off at the uh, fire station that was nearby. Oh, cool. So that was like run home, check in at five a cookie. And you oh, just hear fun. the like. And you're like, oh. <laughs> and that was the like, oh, I got to go. I got to go say what's up to mom. Oh, OK. So what was your signal? Did you have a set time or was it something in the oh, neighborhood I mean, of? I think like a lot of white people, five o'clock dinner time. <laughs> That's and I didn't know it was a white person thing until. Like later on it's in life, so true. it's a white, it's a white dinner time, I guess. I don't know, but it's yeah. Five o'clock always. They're prepping you for when you're an old white crusty person. I guess so. You're getting those early bird specials at 4 PM. Yeah. I don't know. Like I had a, well, the, my white friends who didn't eat at five were also like their parents were like travelers and mm. stuff. They were white, but they were very like cultured, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, so, so they were eating at like seven thirty, eight. Yeah, nine. like the the late nine o'clock yeah. dinner or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was always so foreign to me. Dinner was five thirty or six p.m. Okay, on the dot. That's like what I do now. I, I, I just feel because like, then you could st- you still get a little like dessert in. Or yeah, little, like a little, snack, little snack, like big a little, snack person, little treat. You yeah. know. Oh yeah, yeah. So, what's your late night snack then and i think this is uh, uh, let me paint the parameter for you because my mom again similar you know time of frame for dinner that's why she she bumped it back like an hour but she was classic white person eating dinner at like 4 35 yeah so they'd all get hungry late at night and they would order uh pizza as a snack so when people when she was hanging out with friends or whatever and they'd say let's get pizza for dinner or lunch or a meal in her brain she was saying no pizza is a snack oh wow which is so crazy to me because pizza is the best meal oh yeah it's up there having like nine slices and then going to bed because you're sad and and your tummy hurts yeah it's true it's the best that'll happen too Um, so what was your what's your like let me give me the kid snack and then the adult and snack. And then the adult snack okay. as well. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Kid snack? Probably. Yeah, definitely developed into like miniature meals as I got older and older, I think. Yeah. A snack just does become a tiny meal at some yeah, point. Yeah, because I remember being like younger and it would definitely be like Oreos or something like mm-hmm. that. Oreos and milk. Yep. And then like over time, I think it developed into like frozen taquitos, oh. stuff like that. That, so my, good my brother preach preach the good word of the taquito they're so good they're so good i mean that's like i feel like that's like the perfect little spot in between a meal and a snack honestly i mean and then when you start crushing 12 taquitos as a middle school boy yep and your mom says i'm not buying you more bags of taquitos and you go mom come on please yeah i need this you don't understand <laughs> it's literally i I need these. I I need this more than you know. I remember they used to have these frozen taquitos that it was like, I think it, maybe it was like two in a box. And I remember my like go-to routine for a while after school when I was maybe in like, God, I don't even know. It was a freshman year of high school or something like that. I'd come home, eat those two uh, taquitos, have like a Mountain Dew and play a video game. And like, that was just living for me. That's, I mean... That's all you need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. a soda, some taquitos, a video game, and a homie, or even not. Yeah. Yeah, no. I literally would just sit there and just, like, just phase out of reality for, like, I don't even know. Until dinner. Until 5, probably. Um, yeah. From um, 2.30 to 5. So that was the, were those the anxiety days as well, or was that younger, even, from the um, taquitos amount? I mean, there definitely was still anxiety there, for sure, at that point. But, like, it was real bad when I was, like, from probably, like, kindergarten to, like, like fourth grade, fifth grade. I mean, I, like I'm that. assuming, I'm not assuming, I, I'm sure, I know I was an anxious kid, too. Yeah. At, at that age as well. But, like, just hearing a kindergartner with anxiety is crazy. Oh, yeah. You think they shouldn't have worries. But, yeah. like, my main worry was the weather. That's my, was, when I was that young, it was, like, tornadoes. I was terrified of, like tornadoes and like was there a tornado in boston at some um, point and you realized that this could happen here or i think like i don't know i definitely saw the movie twister at some Mm. point but it doesn't feel like enough of like a core memory where that's where it all started i'm not exactly sure where it started but i remember like i would just think if dude if like today like i would think there's gonna be a like the sky's gray yeah we're all gonna die like that's it so do you totally pivoting of like what do you do on a rainy day are you still scared of the storm no no i love i I love it now i think i mean i think thunderstorms are like super cozy now like very Uh, okay that's what i was getting out of yeah do you are you a a dog that needs one of those thunder jackets no (laughs) i mean that's the thing too like i remember it's so funny thinking of like when i was really young being terrified and then i still remember me and my friend were playing basketball one day when i was like maybe like 18 or 19 or something it was like downpouring we just kept playing like it was just like a storm we like you know it felt like um oh my god what's that movie with wesley snipes blade no damn i'm not gonna remember it that's the only one but it's just like downpouring they're just like every time they talk you just see like the rain like Mm. 
just coming off. Yeah, I know what you mean. Now. Um, but yeah, we just kept playing and like thinking of when I was a kid to then, like night and day. Like I would have never have been out there. Wow. Yeah. And was there anything in between, like therapy or? Um, at that point, I think yeah, I yeah, I had a psychiatrist when I was younger. Um, but like I don't really remember anything at this point that like yeah you just she kind of, helped me with like anything specifically that i still carry with me yeah just you know a, what i mean just kind of grew up and realized here i am in this moment that i would have as a child been you know relinquished to ashes <laughs> oh yeah no that would have been like super scary you're the wicked witch yeah. back then <laughs> like the no. rain comes down and yeah legit melt. i would have like, not cannot cannot go outside so are you on any? Are you on like Lexapro now or anything? Or I'm on. Um, oh my god, it's called like Marazpatine. Marazpatine. Oh, Jason like Marazpatine. Yeah, nice. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the classic. Um, yeah, I. I'm. That's great. That's been great. Before that, I was on um, this other one. That's like, oh my god, what was it? Super generic name, but like obviously the generic brand of it. But. Um, so you've had you've side had side effects a, were uh, I was gonna say you've had a cocktail it seems like I've tried like uh, different ones here and there yeah. but nothing like together yeah and I like I honestly like to hear that it wasn't just a one and done you know like oh shit that one didn't work I'm out of the game now you oh know? yeah no I was like I'm I asked my um, prescriber I was just like hey so there's this side effect and could you not come. Yeah. 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 You can you can say that. I was gonna. I was you, like, I'm probably just gonna say it anyway, but you can yeah. say that here. Yeah, yeah, no. It's it was it was weird. We're I've all never, adults. Isn't it such a crazy thing though that like I'm sh I don't know if you experienced or you knew someone who did? I would for a little bit when I started Lexapro. Where it but was also like, my self self esteem was at we can get into that later, but it, continue. it was just kind of like it was so odd to me because it was like you would get to the top of the roller coaster but mm. you just couldn't go down. That's exact dude, that yeah, that's exactly, you can't, it's not that final. Yes. That, you know, that, that final drop. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. none of that. It's it like just, you're just consistently going up the roller coaster. It's super, it, it's, a, yeah, like roller coaster. And then, you know, that like, imagine if someone pulled the lever and instead right. of that drop, the tracks just change and you go left again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you just go up. Like, it's such a weird, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. No, it was, it was one of the weirdest, like feelings ever because you're like oh i think i'm gonna no 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 I'm never not. mind apparently i'm not it's it it's it's almost like when you are about to sneeze like <gasps> yeah 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 yeah. Wait, that's actually that's a really good analogy. wait why did yep. it wait what the right. sneeze? where did it go and <laughs> i i mean i will say i was lucky enough to have a girlfriend at that time so she was like understanding and she's also the one that like was encouraged me to get medication yeah. for anxiety that would have been crazy if she encouraged you and then the side effects happened. And you're like, oh, never mind. This is trash. <laughs> never mind. I need that shit to work. Never mind. Mental health is dumb. Get off it. This is, is not worth it at all. And it sucks, too, because the bodily aspect of it, you already feel super weird. Because oh, yeah. it's it's yeah, not, yeah. let's say your body is a roller coaster. It's not operating like a normal roller coaster. Mm -hmm. So you feel super weird in that sense. And then also your brain is firing all these neurons of you should be like, you got to, you know, that final drop of the roller coaster, right. you know, it, it becomes such a panic and then you feel bad emotionally oh as God. well. And it's Terrible. so, dude, were you ever, so you were with a, a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And you said she was super understanding. Yes. I can't even imagine what dating on that would have been like. I have no idea. It was, it's a very interesting flip of the shoe, if you will, because there's the classic story and it's almost just societally built in where like the dude comes, mm -hmm. she does not. Yeah. That's, that's, I think if you pulled a hundred people, yep. that's going to be the majority of experiences. Yeah. I like that. So it's a very interesting flip of the foot, flip of the shoe when it's the other situation where yep. he doesn't finish and right. she and then all of a sudden that mirror is held up and you have and it you have to then look inward of like no 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 it's not 
anything you i'm right. literally on medication yeah like it's yeah it's fine. not your fault you are attractive <laughs> you have I, to I yes. promise you're attractive you're yes fine. that is that is the conversation you have a lot of mm-hmm. times and then you then start resenting that conversation Oh yeah, because you're like I have to keep fucking doing this. Oh, I can only imagine. It it was it's a very hard cycle to break. That is such a hard thing to get through as well. But it's so important because now on the other side, everything's firing how it's supposed to be up here. Right. And mentally clear, happy. Yep. No thought. Like right. It's it's. And if I hadn't gone through those tough steps, yeah, then we wouldn't be here. Exactly. So it's such a weird thing to trade. Yes, I will have trouble coming, which is supposed to make me happy. Right. And I'll trade it for being actually happy. Just actually happy <laughs> and like content. I mean, a, a big thing that this medication helps with, and the last one did too, is um, intrusive thoughts. That was a big thing that, that like is so weird that a medication can help with that mm. because it's just like I remember like I would stand there, you know, um, like the train platform, like on my way to work. And I would just be like, what if I jumped? Like, I'm, I don't want to jump. Just what if? But I'm just thinking like, oh, but I'm so like, what if it just happens? Something like that. And now that I'm on this medication, it's just not even a thing I ponder anymore which is very interesting that curiosity it's it's not even a sad curiosity no it's just a genuine like the phrase the cat curiosity killed the cat like yeah, this yeah, genuinely yeah. it might yeah. just be the like uh, the call of the void no that's exactly yeah it's that's very exactly it you know the driving of like what if i just hit the tree yeah <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah when i first started driving which it's actually like maybe three years ago I got my license. Oh, interesting. Like yeah. Wait, okay. Well, I mean, kind of makes sense based on some of the context. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the anxiety and stuff like that. And that that did last for, I mean, even when I started driving, I was definitely anxious, um, like going the highway and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a war out there. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just crazy to me because I started driving so late and I remember... When I was like in the left lane and I'm already kind of breaking the speed limit and this guy's like beeping like on my ass to have me go faster. And I'm like, this is what's been going on. Like this is I've been missing this. Like this is insane. This is a party I don't want to be. This is crazy. I'm like, I get how so many car accidents happen. Like. So you, this you, is what it's like. You just got it three years ago. How old are you, if you don't mind me? I'm 31. 31. Okay, so yeah. got it at 28. Mm-hmm. What made you say I got to get a license? Was it comedy? Um, it was definitely a mix of comedy and the fact that uh, my girlfriend lived like an hour and a half mm-hmm. away. That's you got it. You got to yeah, get like it. I had to do that. I yeah. had to get my license, but also yes, I mean with comedy. Um, FaceTime sex can only be so fun for someone. Right, right, right. And I mean, like, Ubers are expensive <laughs> as fuck at that point. How much is an hour and a half Uber cost? So you? I would Uber, like, to a certain place near her, and then she'd pick me up okay. when we first started talking. But you're still, that's like a still 45 minute Uber or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, it was definitely. Wow, you're um, dropping like 80 bucks or something, I bet? I don't even know how much it was, but it was definitely a lot. It might have been like. 45 50 or something like that that's that's, oh yeah especially at that time um my job i definitely wasn't making that much luckily that's when i i mean that's when i lived at home so it wasn't like Mm. terrible okay because i am learning like now i'm actual like i'm a person now Uh, like i'm paying rent and stuff first off congratulations but thank you living at home i can only imagine that if you're like mom i'm talking to this girl can you drive me 90 minutes yeah exactly (laughs) yeah no exactly yeah she could be the coolest mom ever my mom drove me you know 15 minutes to go make out with someone when i was in high school i don't know about 90 minutes that's still pretty sick it was and it was a snow day oh wow i didn't express at the time i don't think i was like mom I really need you to take me to Katona right now. Like I, don't I, th- need- I don't think I was like for X, Y, and Z. Right. But I, think like, I, I just I, need to. I think I was just like, this has to happen. Can you please drive me? I'll you- never ask you for anything. I'll never again. ask for another bag of taquitos ever, ever again. again. <laughs> I'll drop taquitos if you drive me. 90 minutes is crazy. So is that who you're living with now too? No, no. Oh, I moved okay. into, it's kind of weird because 
I moved into um, my friend's house that he grew up in, that he bought from his family. And when I was like 10 or 11, um, my aunt lived in that house and she actually got married in that house in in the living room. So it's funny, like we'll have like parties and stuff in the living room. And I can remember being like a kid, like being a ring bearer for the wedding, like in that you same just have room. Like a, such a, like a blast from the past. Yeah, it's just very, it's very odd. It's yeah, because like when I was a kid, my dad was like the cool dad. He was the one that would like mm. play sports with all the kids. He was like automatic QB, stuff yep. like that. And my um, this kid that my sister went to school with was like a neighborhood kid. So he was like kind of part of the group. And I ended up becoming friends with him later on in life through another one of my friends. So it was just that weird like connection where he saw me one day, like my friend introduced me and he's like, I know you. He's like, <laughs> I've known you since you were like 10 years old. Dude, your dad threw me a dope pass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he hit me right right in the hand. He's like, I still don't like that you're tall now. It's weird, but... <laughs> but uh, Isn't that weird friends? that like when you see someone from the past and you're both grown up and it's just... Yeah. Dude, my sister sent me a picture who turned out to be one of my best friends from high school. Oh, wow. But she sent me a picture of, you know, just him. It ended with his whole family. I totally would have known it, but, you know, just zoomed in on him and said, Danny, guess who this is? And I was like, I have completely different. Looks completely different. Yeah. I was like, I have no idea who this person, are you just showing me a stranger? And then she said who it was. And I was like, Oh, that's my bad. We were, we were pretty fucking tight. (laughs) So it was like t- face different, everything like just every just, you know, he's got hair down to his waist now. And, he, oh, wow. you know, he always had long hair, but he just totally grew it out. It's, it's basically a different color now. It's more red, Damn, he, you okay. know, wearing glasses. It was, you know, gained some weight a little bit. It was mm-hmm. just one of those like, wow, you we aren't kids anymore. Man. We are not we are not drinking that Mountain Dew eating taquitos in your attic, like, you know, playing Lego Star Wars on those sleepovers anymore. <laughs> Mountain Dew still hits, though. It I, still hits. I haven't had a Mountain Dew in forever, and I keep meaning to get one because apparently it was first made as a whiskey mixer. Mm. That's interesting because I remember for a while, me and my friends were trying to figure out what to mix Mountain Dew with, like whiskey. what alcohol. That apparently so whiskey. Interesting. It's it's not the same recipe that it was back in the day, back yeah, of then, course, but it's still, excuse me, close, quote unquote, close enough. Okay, that you can get a whiskey sour soda ish mm. vibe out of it which seems intriguing yeah i would definitely drink that it's like it might be like a white trash paper plane which sounds great Ooh, i like that i like that idea right That's yeah fucking i have no problem with like when it comes to stuff like that when it comes to like fast food and like soda and stuff i wouldn't i don't eat it every day but i'm not gonna sit here and say it's bad dude i've said it on the pod before and I will stand by it. Wendy's after a show in the parking lot. Oh, so good. Is so good. It's the best. It's incredible. It is the best reward. Yeah. If the set goes well and if you bomb, it's the best friend. Yeah. You're like, at least I have this. At least I have. Exactly. At least I have. At least the night's not a total loss. <laughs> at least I have this junior bacon cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. And their nuggets. Dude, I always get a burger and nuggets. It's always. Yep. And they will always say, do you just want the combo like four for formula? I say, no. <laughs> Did I, I just told you what I want. I, I, I told you. Now, that's, I don't care if it saves me money. Yeah. If you, we do it your way. Right. I want what I want. I want, I want the big burger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's so good. What's, uh, what's the vice then if you're... What's the... What do you mean? Like, um, like, uh, like food vice. Food vice. Is it fast food? Would you say? Maybe, cause like. But you just said you don't have it that often. Though. I don't. Ha- well, I definitely have it more often now. I think now that I live on like my own, mm. I definitely see myself, especially with like comedy, like driving home, and you know, I host my show in Milford. Oh, dude, yeah. Where like after the show, McDonald's is like the only thing that's mm. open. Um. So maybe it probably is fast food, honestly. I would say my vice is like there's nights recently, especially where like I'll be hanging out with like friends like trivia or I'll do like a show. And then instead of going home, I've started going to like um, this bar I used to work at 
and having like a cocktail or like two cocktails. Okay. And, you know, I don't do it all the time, but I can tell it's becoming more frequent. Dude. And it's just, it's, it's something, I don't know why, it's something about just sitting at a bar and having like a drink or two like alone. It, there's some, I don't know. It's a very nice, you feel, especially, especially if you have a notebook with you. Yeah. Yeah. That too. You can just, it's similar to how you just said, you know, you get lost in that video game. It's, it's another world. You kind of just, everything kind of goes away Yep, and nothing is, is pressuring you to get done yeah i think that's what i honestly think that actually might be what it is i think it's like you're able to just enjoy and you have like no expectations or anything like that you don't have to be on you know what i mean you're just sitting there you're just another guy at the bar nobody knows having a drink dude the second that you say i do stand up oh yeah no 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 it's it's you got to be on you know everyone oh tell me a joke that's my yeah yeah yeah, my friend who uh, is a ma- like he used to be my manager um, at that bar. He actually introduced me recently to some people as the a comedian. Yeah, he actually introduced me as a comedian. I was like, oh, I hope they don't expect any jokes. But they were just asking questions about it, which is fine. I get that. That's that's I, yeah. all right. It's a, it's a weird thing. So whenever it does come up, it makes sense. You know, if you want to fire some off, and also. That's totally why you like hanging at that bar because your buddy's the manager. Oh, that helps a lot. <laughs> he was, yeah, I walked in recently and he was like, "What do you want to drink?" And he just gave me a, like a, just a free drink, and I was like, "This probably also is yeah. the reason why I do That's this." That's a good friend to have. I think. What's the cocktail of choice when you go hang out there? Usually old fashioned. Old fashioned is usually my go-to. Me and you, man. Yep. Or there is, um, they have a drink there. I don't know if I should say the name of the drink because it gives away the bar. But Why, I mean, the bar. I mean, plug the bar. What's the name? Yeah, of the I might bar? as well plug the bar. Saloon. This, and I was Davis. Say, it's not like you're saying the name anything of, bad. It's not like you're saying who sent you that tape again. Oh God, I know. Um, <laughs> I bring his name up again. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Saloon in Davis. I used to work at Foundry and Saloon. Did they have a show there? Yeah, so in the Rockwell, it's right, like, that's the bar that's connected to the Rockwell. Okay, there it is. Um, That's why it sounded so familiar. Yeah, and they, I mean, the drinks are... Ooh, that place is nice. The drinks are so good. Yeah, dude, Um, I would Yeah, if I lived near there, too, yeah, you should... Yeah, yeah, they have a, dude, they have a drink there called the Fluffy Ted, and it's made with Teddy peanut butter. It's the best, like, whiskey peanut butter cocktail. Like, actual peanut butter Oh yeah, drink? It's made with actual peanut butter. How do they, do they just blend it up or shake it? I don't really know how it works, but... It's so good because like I've had other like peanut butter cocktail things and I'm just like, yeah, eh, it's all right. But this is just like the right amount of peanut butter, the right amount of whiskey. I keep so eating, good. Have you ever had the screwball whiskey? Yes, I have. I, I was, I'm, I have you never had it, never had it, but it's, it's, it's pretty it's good. I mean, intriguing. It's kind to me. of the standard for like peanut butter whiskey, I think. Okay. Um, but it, it's good because it's not like, I don't know. It's not like super, super overly sweet. Um, and it's not like, you know, it's not whiskey, whiskey, which a lot of people, the people who are buying that don't want, want whiskey, whiskey, whiskey yeah. for the most part. Well, that was the same thing in the college days. Everybody was drinking Jack honey because oh, yeah. <laughs> you were a Jack honey man as well. I, yeah. Oh, Jack honey in the freezer. I'd still drink that. <laughs> yeah. Jack honey was dangerous. Yeah. Oh, is that your thing that like you would prefer? Like, are, is there anything that you won't? drink anymore vodka <laughs> just in general uh, vodka just, vodka is off the table i wow i the reason it makes me really pukey Oof. really horny oh or both at the same time that's a dangerous combination that's a combo we can't have no 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 for the commonwealth you can't they it's, can't do it's that. just bad it's yeah. it's it's nothing that no one should be around uh Oof. yeah there was uh i can't i don't think I have, so I'm sorry if I have told this on the pod before to the people who are listening. But um, I was gonna be tough to keep track of stuff. Dude, like that. I, but also I don't care because it's just if it comes up in conversation. It yeah, comes it up. does. Um, at St. Mike's where I went to school, they did something called P Day, which was it stood for Preparation Day, which was the week before finals in May. They would bring in 
food vendors and a big bouncy castle and everybody would get fucking hammered from sunup to sundown and one of the the drinks that the group decided on that year i think it was freshman year uh was just basic ass jungle juice okay but the base was a ton of vodka oh and I enjoyed that for breakfast and lunch with no food. Oh, no. <laughs> and then went and just passed out in my dorm. You know, I, I made it to my bed, but yeah. I, you know, was throwing up, whatever. Oof. And this girl that I had a crush on, though, for the, like, entire year just barged into my room. What? And was like, where have you been? And I was like, no, I'm just taking a break. I definitely haven't been oh, vomiting haven't been for the. <laughs> if you smell that, it's not. And then up, she just sure. started kissing me. Ew. And no the, offense, but like very ew. Just and I you know. it, in in a better mind, I would have been like, "Hey, I've been throwing up." Hey, you don't want to kiss me right now. But this is vodka, Danny. So this is the culmination of literally. <laughs> this is your dream. Pukey, horny, or both. Yeah, this is literally. That's the mix. And all of a sudden, she just stood up and walked out and went back about her day. And I continued throwing up. Did she ever find out? I told. I told her like, we were friends. I told her like, two days later or whatever. Oh, and she what'd was she like, say? You asshole! Oh. Why would you not say anything? I was like, because I've been waiting for this for, for the whole year, <laughs> for a very long time. For a very long time, you know, this is on you also. And I'm not letting semantics get the get into this. Uh, yeah, I mean, you didn't you didn't say anything. You weren't like, why does your breath oh, so smell what, you, terrible? You guys were friends, but like, she knew that you had a thing. She, yeah. Oh, okay. Was, it, yeah, I feel like just based on that reaction, you can tell the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. It. it was. I was a young man who didn't understand that you uh, just because you like someone, and you know. They oh. might be friendly and flirty back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's definitely a part of growing up. It really is. It's just like learning that like the flirtiness can literally mean nothing. Yeah. It's just fun to flirt. It's just. Yeah, exactly. And you got to communicate it. And yeah. I honestly, as a you know 17 year old or whatever, probably, you know, probably wasn't like, hey, I like you. This probably isn't right. a, a healthy friendship. Maybe yep. I should. Instead, I was like, can I just get really high and eat your snacks in your room and make you laugh? Like, those were literally my first gigs, man. Was I would just get stoned and go to her room and entertain her and her roommate, and they would just give me peanut butter pretzels. That is... Wow, that's truly something. <laughs> when you were like, can I just get really high and eat? I was like, where is this going? I don't know. I was like, damn, that's you're making her quite the offer. I wish, but again, uh, yeah, didn't happen. she's happily engaged now, I believe. And Oh, dude, isn't it so funny how stories like this now, when you talk about the girl, you're like, she's married now. Dude, or she's oh like engaged God, now. It is wild that it's the, yes. It's just the norm now. It's like, it we're, getting, is, we're getting to that age where much. people who, you know, might have broken your heart, you might have broken their heart. You look back on that and you're like, oh, wait, they're they've been married for three years now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a long, long time since then. No. Yeah. I, I saw there's a it's funny because I've, I've always wanted to make a joke like in stand up about this, too. But I've just I don't, just never did it. But it's just crazy. Like the difference in like people always talk about the difference in dating. But like it truly is insane that when we when you know if you date now. You talk to the person, you usually switch, like you swap social medias pretty quick. You'll be like, oh, yeah. let me see, like, what's your Instagram, whatever. Yeah. And then you might stop talking, but you still follow each other. And it's just weird yeah. that, like, you're oh, dating wow. for a bit, then you stop, and then you're seeing, like, what happens to her after yeah, just, you. Yeah, which is what's up in their life. Yeah, and then you're, like, watching, like... Uh, there's this girl that I was talking to for like, I don't know, like maybe a week or something during COVID. And, uh, and now she's, uh, engaged or no, she just got married and they were on their honeymoon. And I was looking at like the pictures on Instagram and I was like, Oh, I dodged a bullet, dude. She like, she, first of all, the laugh is really bad. And that's mm -hmm. one of the, th I can't do a bad laugh. I can't do it. I like to make jokes. 
I like to just say dumb shit and yeah. to get laughs. No, I totally can't have a bad laugh. Um, and then she also just seemed really like uptight and stuff. And then mm. I remember just seeing things she posted, and I was like, wow, I really did like. It's crazy that that I see these things, and they're reassuring me like this is good. And like she'll post food that looks like not tr- like good at all. <laughs> looks pretty trash, from being honest. And I'm like, damn, I really did like completely dodgeable. Why haven't you unfollowed her though? I don't know. I never think to do that. I think I've I've only unfollowed. No, I think I've unfollowed a few at this point. But there was like one that I remember unfollowing. There was this girl who I talked to for a bit, and she like broke it off while I was on the way to uh, no my grandmother's wake. Oh my! Oh my! My brain for whatever I'm. Filled in the rest of that set. I thought you were going to say on the, ha- on on the way to her, way to her house. house. That would have been worse than I think my grandmother's wake. To be They're both still pretty bad. Pretty bad. Did she know you were on the way to the wake? No, I told her after. And then I was like, damn, turns out, you know, my grandma's not the only one being put down today. Something like that. Like I made a joke. <laughs> I put, I made like a, yeah, I made like a joke about it. And she was just like, she didn't know how to take, she did not know what to do. She did not know what to do. That one's for you. That one is... Yeah, she... I think that was it. I think after I made the joke, I didn't think she responded. And then that was just, like, the end. And then... What a walk-off by you, though. Yeah, and then I just got, like, annoyed at the her message. Because it was just very, like, cliche, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. Text breakup is so... Blech. Yeah, I mean, we've only been on, like, maybe, like, four dates at that point or something like that. And also... Like I've learned to, and I another part I think of growing up is just learning the type of person you can't really date, mm. especially like as you get older. When you're like, man, I you're like I you know I get you're shy. I don't have time to like crack <laughs> the shell and get you out of your like and get you to be like comfortable like making jokes and stuff. Like I can't. I don't know. I think I agree completely, and I think. Another tough part about getting up, getting older, and what you have to realize is the person that you shouldn't date also might be the person that you want to date the most. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Because when you said shy, for me, I, you know, in my my college days, I loved uh, more shy, more reserved. Mm -hmm. And then in my brain, I was like, I'm gonna crack that shell. I'm oh yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, you know. And then there was a couple times where I was like, oh, "This is just going nowhere." No. But then I just a nice boy who I'd rather just hang out. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I get that. I don't, no. I, I don't want to make anyone sad. I was the same way with that. Literally the same exact thing, where I saw things like not going places, and I just did it i was like too afraid to like it's so give hard. up it's so hard because then i'm just like but what if i give up and then she's like wait why'd you give up i liked you this entire time even though i didn't give you any signs that i liked you stuff like that and also what if i give up and then all of a sudden it turns out that this was the relationship that was meant for me it's right like, no that's not gonna be the case man. no no cut those losses yeah get out yeah no there was there was like a i saw like a meme one time and I, it resonated. I think it resonates with a lot of people where it's just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure your soulmate isn't that person that like ruined your life or like made you really sad. <laughs> like, I don't think it's going to be them. What is it about the rejection or the sometimes it can be, you know, sometimes people are into meanness. But what is it about the rejection that just makes you want to dive deeper in? I mean, I, I was with a girl in my high school when I was, she was a year older than me. She was going to UCLA mm-hmm. and she told me from the start when we met four months prior to her going to college or whatever, it's not like this was a long loving high school, young romance right. or whatever. Um, she was like, when I go to college, this is done. Mm. You know, we can Ooh. have fun for the summer. We oh, can, we can do that's, whatever. That's tough. And she, she was open and honest from the start though and was like that's what i want you can bounce you can be a part of this you know but that's what i'm telling you and my brain heard you have till she leaves for college (laughs) to make her fall in love with you to convince her that a long distance (laughs) relationship is a good idea oh my god that's actually hilarious (laughs) 
that's just what I, I, I don't know what it was. I mean, I should have just been like, yeah, we're young. We have four months together. This is going to be a great time. Damn. And instead, I just latched on and was like. Oh, that's so. It was like Lenny with the bunnies and was yeah. like. Yeah. I need you to love me. Oh, man. That's so tough. I was thinking of like what I would do in that situation, but I feel like I would be similar to you. Where I like where she'd be probably the whole time being like, remember. Yeah. Like, this is just a thing for now, but once I go to college, this is over. Damn. And then you were just like, no, I know. <laughs> I, I know. Don't I, worry. I, That's I, fine. I wouldn't I wouldn't even be like, yeah, I'm cool. I would literally be like, no, like, we're going to make this work. Oh. <laughs> like, so you think. You, th- you don't think I can? Because I think yes. I can make you fall in love with me. And we can have the best long distance, which, man, long distance is not easy. You ever done it? Uh no, I think the longest distance is the hour and a half, which yeah. even that is tough. It's not. And I remember having easy. friends that like, especially in college. Oh man, I had friends who were in like long distance relationships for like three years, three or four years maybe, and then they broke up after. After college. And it's like, damn, <laughs> I feel like that was the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. I know. And I'm like, wow, that's tough. Because you don't want to say like, you know, that person. You missed the best time to be slutty. Pretty much. I mean, that's when everyone's doing it. Like, that's when, honestly, it is kind of wild that like college is like planned sluttiness. Yeah. For both men and women. Like, it literally is everyone kind of being like, this is my chance. It's kind of, it's like eat, pray, love where I'm just, (laughs) I don't care. I'm going off and doing my own. It's also people reinventing themselves and like people who, you know, had a certain um, character type. I don't even want to call it in like high school. And now they go to college. Clean and now they can be They can be who they maybe have always been and were too afraid to be. Very good point. And one of those things is a whore. <laughs> so. <laughs> and. Fuck, I wish we were like 10, four minutes into that. <laughs> and. 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 and Whore is is gender neutral. It is for whoever. Anyone can be a whore. Anyone. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, no, you are t- you are absolutely right, and I hope that the shy, reserved high school kid that might be listening to this that is you know getting ready for their freshman year at college. Yep, take a shot. Take take a shot take before a shot. that freshman dance. Take all your shots. Take take Honestly. enough. Take enough that you'll get confident enough to ask oh, someone to dance. Yes, but not so many that you won't be able to dance with that person. Yeah, that's a that's a. Let that's me a good let call. me make that line right that's there. That's a good call. Um, God damn, dude, that. Would... <laughs> but it's it's so true. I remember it's it really it. It's your, so tu- funny. your tuition goes to sluttiness. It's so funny talking about college stuff because I remember like it was just. Because, I mean, I didn't lose my virginity until I was, like, 19 or 20, I think. Oh, so at college. Well, I, so I went to Bunker Hill first. Okay. Which no one's going to Bunker Hill to fuck people. <laughs> Just not. Like, you're not doing that. You're not going to Bunker Hill to. You mean Bunker Hill is so the Arizona wild state of, it is not. of community college? It is not. Um, I remember one time I was walking through. Bunker uh, Hill is community college, right? Before oh, I, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right, no, it's, right, it's community college. And I remember going, and I just felt so bad about it. Like, I didn't, I mean, I didn't take school seriously at all in high school. Why would you? Uh, yeah, but I but I just always figured I could just end up somewhere and be fine. Sure. But then it came down to it, and I was like, oh, I like, okay, I need to actually, like, do this. So I went to community college, and while I was there, I remember I ran into someone in the hallway that I went to high school with, and he goes, Bedell, I thought you were smart. What are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, all right, sick, dude. That's great. Thank you. And that was like right after I had, I had the like epiphany where I'm like, like, I don't, this doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like I can, like I'm it's starting not. at square one with my GPA. Like I can work hard. I can get back out there. I can like, this is good. This is good for me. And then I remember thinking all that running to that kid. And I was like, I want to kill myself. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I wish I honestly, cause where I was from in Westchester, it was just programmed into you that you go school 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 all the way up through graduating college yeah 
and the kids who did either go to a community college to get their grades up or figure out what they want to do or the kids who took a gap year Mm -hmm. they were looked at like they had two heads yeah oh same honestly but for the most part it was just they you know looking at you know they were like we're doing what right you're going to Westchester Community College. Yeah. Oh yeah, it has they, such a yeah, and they would just be like bad reputation yeah, just for community college. Exactly. And I, looking back, I want to slap seventeen-year-old me in the face or whatever, and be like, "You don't even know what you want to do." Yeah. Man. At that time, what I didn't. You, I didn't know either. You, you're, you're just trying to find somewhere that you might fit into based on these parameters that a guidance counselor set for right. you. Yeah. You know, it, yep. it's crazy that if you come from the area, you know, not every area has the ability to send their kids to college. It's just the oh, way, the way yeah, that yeah, it works. Yeah. But if you do come from an area like that, it's crazy the path that is put in front of you and how structured it is. Yeah. Do this, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that. And if you step one foot off of that path, you were looked at again as those kind of community college kids, the two yep. heads where it's just yep. what? Yeah. Oh yeah. I met um when I met friends who lived in Concord. Um and I was kind of exposed to this like side of not the world, of like the state, I guess. I don't know, where like their entire high school, everyone's going to somewhere insane for college. And everyone's majoring much, in yeah. Like a crazy, everyone's going to medical school, everyone's going to law school, everyone's doing this, this, this. But apparently that's also why that Concord has like a really high suicide rate. I, in a dark moment, would be curious about the suicide rate of where I grew up as well. Because it literally has all this pressure on these kids to, you know, fill, I mean, in this case, my friend's parents were those things they were surgeons they were um high up in like pharmaceutical companies like you know all that stuff um yeah that that over that that pressure that's just over your head is is it's an anvil it's yeah oh yeah there's only so much you can take which i'm i'm i get you know it's crazy are you uh hopefully gonna be a dad one day what's your what's your vibe on bringing it's tough. I've always wanted What's to. What's your vibe on putting the anvil on someone's head? <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's a great question. I, um, I've always wanted to, for sure. I've always seen myself as being a dad, especially watching like how my dad was mm. like the cool dad, the guy who was like, you know, yeah, you everyone was in those footsteps. Everyone was happy when he was, um, like a chaperone on a, on a field trip, stuff like that. Um, and he was always, you know, always felt like, partially my friend not just my dad he was still authoritative i still was scared of him um but no i mean watching the way he was i was like yeah that makes me want to be a dad that being said the world is on fire (laughs) like the world is in just a really bad spot i feel bad saying this because i have friends that have had kids i have friends that are having kids and that's great but for me personally it's like also i don't know when i'm going to because i i also like i've said before like I want to have kids when I have something to give them, when I have something Mm. to like, like I want to have kids when I have a lot of time for them yeah, and when I can afford them and I don't want them to ever have to like, you know, scratch and survive and stuff like that. Like I want my kids to have like a, you know, I don't expect to be a millionaire soon and can have kids and they can do whatever they want. But I also don't want to have kids and then be like, well, it was already tough enough for just me living. Right. Now, now now we all have to get by. Yeah. So, I mean, and then that on top of just the state of the world and like not to be a downer, but like climate change, all that shit. No, it's, it's... That's just stuff I think about where I'm like, if I have kids, am I doing it for me and not them? You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's when I said... Are you going to bring the anvil on, you know, are you going to put that on somebody? And I, I just think that's really what it boils down to is a lot of people do have a kid for their own selfish reasons. And then they feel like they have failed in one area or something and mm-hmm. then just explode all of their emotions and what and, you know, 
goals that they were not able to live up to right onto this kid Mm -hmm. and that you know one pound anvil at birth quickly becomes a five pound a 10 pound a 50 pound a 100 pound and all of a sudden they're just wandering around with this weight on their shoulders exactly so i'm glad too that you went off a little bit there on on your dad because i was going to ask the question it was going to be a little tougher and i still want to stand by it and ask it yeah was he he was the cool dad for all the kids yep was and it seems like yes based on what you just said but same guy behind closed doors oh yeah, yeah yeah wasn't like cool dad to everybody else and then in your place was like who the fuck is this guy no same honestly same guy very very like relaxed um like he's the one that got me into video games he still plays mm-hmm. video games cool like That's very he cool. got me into that he got me into sports um, what was the game that you guys put? Like, what did he show oh, you? Madden. We'd play Madden <laughs> against each other all the time. That's awesome. And he would not really teach me how to play. So he was just like, cool. whooped my ass for years. And then I eventually, now I mean, he couldn't hold a candle to me right now. But, um, isn't that, that's such a fun changing of the guards. And I'm sure he outwardly is like, oh, you're weren't, you're not as good as me, even if you're beating me. But on the inside, he's like, my boy's beating me. Oh, Madden. yeah. Yeah. No, it's, that's the thing like yeah he was always great at stuff like that um and it was funny because you know as a kid getting into arguments with him i just kind of you know would eventually give up because he's my dad but as i got older i learned how to like you know actually argue and and raise good points Mm -hmm. and like stuff like that my dad (laughs) he doesn't do well with that so he's just like i guess that makes sense yeah go (laughs) go outside go ahead like Dad, what about this? Yeah. Fucking play me in Madden. No, on him, he should have did that instead of being like, I mean. I think I should stay up late. I think I just threw 400 yards on you. Yeah, stuff like that. Go brush your teeth. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's that's so, I mean, good on you, though, to have the relationship and the comfortability to, I mean, you, you used to argue with a parent, and that's always a strange shift when you have those first thoughts of, wait a minute, I don't agree with you. Mm -hmm. How do I go about expressing that in a way that is not going to make you want to send me to my room? Right. (laughs) Yeah. No. Once you like learn how to actually like, you know, have a conversation and like, I would see my dad's points. I'm like, I see where you're coming from, but this is where I'm coming from and stuff like that. And I'd be like, I mean, I was doing that at maybe like, 14 or something like so it's so crazy mature like for a 14 year old though. yeah and that would i mean that would uh that would work where like my mom would be like well my mom would use like uh and i wonder if other moms do this she would use this like thing where she would say like go ahead go out something like mm. that and then i and then for you know as you're growing up as you're a kid when your mom's like says it like that you know she actually doesn't want you to go out Yep. So you're not, you can't go out if she does that. But then you reach a certain age where as soon as she's like, fine, I don't care. Go out. All right. I'm going out. That's, that's another. And it's that same shift into like that kid to adult of like, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. You said it. You don't want to talk about this. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Like, oh, all right. We're not going to talk about it. And this is where you stand and you're just telling me to do it. Then I'm just going to do it. Cause then also by the time you end up getting home, it's like, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. As, and you're home alive. Um, were you tight with her though too? Or was, Oh yeah. 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 I mean, you know, before we talked about her for a little bit and said she was a great mom cooked Hank, you know, but friends with her as as well or more of yeah the, no you know, definitely parental fr- figure type deal no definitely friends with her as well she was more the parental mm. figure for sure um but i mean she was always always extremely supportive she's always been very supportive of like whatever i want to do um and she very much has like my best interest in mind um and growing up when I was like really, really young, I mean, I think I was more of like a mama's boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's interesting that you say that. I mean, I said, yeah, because I, you know, I think it's no secret that people, you know, I love my dad. We, you know, we get along great now. We've butted heads before in the past and still occasionally do. So I don't think he would be 
hurt by me saying, yeah, I think everyone knows I'm a mama's boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. Especially it's just interesting to hear you say that now because you have, it seems like you do hold your father in such a close high regard. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I mean, I think also because of the fact that like when I had like really, really, really bad anxiety like when i was really young she would be the one that i would go to mm. because my dad did not get it my dad would like make jokes about yeah like the being paranoid and stuff like that trying to th- like was that his method then of trying to make it okay and you were just like no i need someone to listen to me right no now. he just genuinely like didn't oh, really, really yeah like he just didn't take it seriously it's that generation i mean yeah um, were the jokes at your expense or just jokes kind of, like in general? Not, not at, I mean, kind of at my expense. Like, you know, he would like sing a song. Like, uh, <laughs> I guess there was a song like Paranoia, Big Destroyer or something like that. Isn't it crazy? I remember that. <laughs> That's insane. Um, and I, I do, but it, I wrote an essay for, I think it might have been for college or something. And it was on anxiety and like growing up with it and whatever. And I left it saved on my desktop computer and my dad ended up reading it and he felt like the biggest piece of shit because of it. Okay. Yeah. He was like, he was like, I'm, I'm really sorry. I didn't, you know, take it as seriously. And I was like, no, I mean, it's, it's okay. You know, it's you saying sorry now. That's great. Um, also later on in life, he's had some like health scares. Mm. And I remember this when I lived at home, there was like a week where he's just like, like, I don't know. I feel like on edge. I just don't feel like myself. And I'm like, that's anxiety. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what I've had my entire life, dude. That's what you were singing songs about. I was going through that. Paranoid. Yeah, I should have. I should have. I, I should have hit him with it, honestly. I should have hit him with the it. The shoe was on the other foot. Oh, absolutely. I was just like, that. dad, that's, that's anxiety. And I mean, like, when I was a kid, though, it was bad. That was like pan- constant panic attacks, like... And that's why it's so funny where, like, yes, there's parts of me, especially, like, moving into an apartment and shit, like, all these big changes kind of happen at once for me. And I think the fact that I know my house is, like, being torn down that I grew up in, it's not, you know, it's going to be torn into, like, it's going to be turned into, like, condos and shit like that. So I think the fact that I can't go back there ever, like, I can't visit, also kind of created this, like, finality that I didn't really like I don't know didn't really think of like I would I would put it off the feelings until like as I was like moving out it like started to hit me kind of hard mm-hmm. um so it almost with the destruction of the home kind of was a destruction of all those negative anxious feelings yeah, that you had yeah it's kind of like it's it's weird it's this mix because it's like I do miss like my house and stuff Mm -hmm. but also i'm like and i do miss aspects of my childhood which i think everyone does Mm -hmm. but i need i always remind myself that like like mentally like it's night and day like because now i understand what a panic attack is i know ways to like just kind of get through it Mm -hmm. without having any the the medication helps with like no physical symptoms of it like it kind of just because there's nothing physically happening when I panic, yeah. it makes it so much easier to get out of it instead of like spiral and just instead of going down that train. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because of that, I'm able to like look at my childhood and just be like, oh, you know, I like yeah, there's some aspects I miss, but like, I mean, I would not want to go back to that mindset that I used to have like, back in the day cause because that was. You had no outlet. You didn't know what that spiral was. You oh, didn't know how no. To stop I would just it. feel it and and just feed into it and mm-hmm. like freak out. Like I would have to move around. Absolutely. Uh, I remember my mom could always tell when I was free, when I was like really nervous because I'd put my hands on my head and I'd walk around. Like I'd be pacing the fucking house and she's like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is wrong? Big one for me was uh, she would say, hey, Dan, my mom would go, hey, Dan, can you come down here? And I go, am I in trouble? It, just the first thing just you would say? Just the first thing I would say is, am I in trouble? And she would go, should you be? Oh, and then you're like, I mean, uh, should I? Probably. And she she's comical as well. So yeah. that it wasn't her, you know, oh, it was okay, just okay. her aunt. She's not like threatening or anything. Right. That was just her being like, why is my I, uh, kid, what the fuck is she saying? Is there something I don't yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> so I totally, and I, I was, you know, before anxiety, it was just, yeah, Danny's a nervous kid. 
Yeah. That and that was, was just like a thing. Yeah. Just you're just a nervous oh, kid. Oh, she just worries a lot. Yep. That was it. And you're like, no, it's not normal for like <laughs> well, I mean normal, whatever, but like, you know, I'm in second grade. Second grade, first grade, whatever. Having insane, like metaphysical <laughs> conversations in my head. <laughs> like just thinking of like what happens after I die and like all this shit. And that's like at recess and like things like that. Just watching getting, kids play tag and you're like, God, yeah. I hope my mom didn't get into a car accident. That today. was a huge thing too. That was, one. Oh, actually it's funny you say that because uh, the thing with the weather was like, if I was at school and it started to rain and like there was a tornado, I would need like reassurance that my mom is safe, that my mom is, you know what I mean? I'm such a big let me know when you get there person. Yep. And it all started just when I was a kid, just worried, didn't have the phone, the knowledge of someone, you know, like a mom, my dad, my sister, just someone to be like, hey, I got here. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. just like, fuck, are they still driving? What? You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, This has been awesome. We are. I want to do the classic end, too. Yeah, so yeah. before we do, uh, sure. Warp Speed Comedy in Milford. Yep. One of the best. Such a fun Thanks. room. Um, what's the handle again? Bedello. Oh, oh, Bedell was already taken. Bedell was already. I knew it was something like because it was. I, <laughs> I still can't get that name. I don't know who has it. Actually, I'm probably gonna check after this. I'm curious. But yeah, no, it's Bedell's is taken, and it's weird because like I've never met another Bedell. Bedell. Yeah, it, it, I've met a couple Calais, and when I do, it's like, what the fuck are you? Who are you? Who? Where are you in the in the tree? Right, you're somewhere in there, <laughs> yeah. probably. And uh, last but not least, no societal or legal consequences. What animal would you want to try to eat? Oh, what animal would I want to eat? Hmm. What's yours? Uh, I'm Is giraffe. Giraffe. I've been giraffe since I started asking this question. I stand by giraffe. Now I've been pitched a couple good ones. Panda sounds nice. Nice another fatty animal. Panda's interesting. Uh I you know, rhino, probably tough, but it seems intriguing. Uh Jay Martin said he wants to eat his uh bulldog's leg. Which, you know, when he when he described it, I was like, that does sound like a nice chicken wing. I just imagine Jay looking at his dog and thinking <laughs> he that. He literally said that. <laughs> <laughs> Like just watching his dog because I see like I've, I think it was like a video or something of his dog trying to get up on a bench. Yeah. I just imagine him like not helping the dog because he's too busy looking at the dog's leg. That is exactly what he's being says. like. I feel like that would actually be good. It's, um, that was yep. That's funny. Good Jay impression too. That sounded <laughs> like. <laughs> um, man, that's really interesting because now it makes me wonder like what animals are out there that you're just not allowed to eat, so we don't know if they're actually like delicious. A lot, probably right. Oh, there's. I bet there's so many. Um, I like giraffes. It's a good one. Maybe I was, gonna say, I was gonna say you can go with giraffe, but you don't seem sold. No, it seems I like think... you have something on the tip of your tongue. I wonder, like gazelle, nice, something like that. I bet it's like a. A leaner venison. Probably, right? Yeah, I bet that's yeah. nice. Yeah. I bet. And they probably eat that. That's something they probably bet, eat in like places. Probably. I don't, don't want to name countries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to name. I don't want to guess countries that eat gazelle because if they don't, that's not a good look at all. Um, Matthew Bedell, the gazelle eater. Brother, thanks for hanging out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> It's been fun, dude. <laughs>